This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 396, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you said you bro go... wrestling talk? Oh, potentially. I mean, Matt Riddle is uh, potentially right around the corner. Yeah, has one, but... more, one more indie left. One more indie. But you are listening to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Go check out all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, give us a like on Facebook. Go check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash markingout11. Shoot us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Also, go give us a follow on Twitter at markingout at DaveTheRave underscore MO because I am Dave, Dr. Dave, Dave the Rave, whichever you prefer. And I am alongside... With Brandon, you can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Unfortunately, Chris is not going to be able to record with us this week, but you should go follow him, Chris Sweendog, on Twitter. All right, Brandon, how are you doing? I am awesome, as always. There you go. That's the intro. <laughs> so, how was your week? You know, I had a good week. I had a good week. Everything is going awesome, and oh, I watched that, talking about everything is awesome, I watched that Legos movie, the Batman one, finally. Have you ever seen it? No. Really? Did you like the the? I don't watch other... Lego movies. Oh, it was actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and oh, had a sucks. barbecue. Yeah, with you went my, to uh, my Buffalo Wild Wings and had a barbecue on the same day. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, it was unplanned, but it ended up working out. It ended up working out. It was with uh, my cousins, and uh, one of them being my cousin Brandon. Brandon, not, Brandon. Not, not the real cousin Brandon. Brandon no. Galarraga. <laughs> no, not him. He wasn't there. <laughs> I I am um, here, and you were there. I wasn't yeah. there. That is a fact. But outside of that, everything is pretty, pretty good. Why did you go to Buffalo Wild Wings as well? Uh, First, we were trying to figure out what to do. And this was on Labor Day and not too many. Oh, interesting. What's interesting? I invite you to come over and you say no, but the other Brandon calls. Well, yeah. I got to say, yeah. I got some. I got some. Well, you actually asked me to hang out on Saturday. Yeah. Right? Saturday? I think so. And then by the time you came up with an idea... It it wasn't that late. late. (laughs) 8 o'clock or whatever is not late. Dude, I'm like 53. See? Put put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, but that's about it. What about you? Oh, yeah, no. What about you? I went on Friday <laughs> to Grand Lux. 
Did you crush Abby? Mm-hmm. I went with Out my Gale? father for the first time. Uh-huh. I enjoy it. What did you order? Uh, well, we split the Asian nachos, uh, and then I got the stacked quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Always like those. Always a good choice. Yeah. And then on uh, on Sunday, I went to the driving range. Oh! Oh, wait, Sunday. Not Sunday. Wow. <laughs> it wow. was It was Tuesday when I went to the driving range. Wow. Thanks yeah. for the invite. Well, you don't, uh, you're not available during the day. Nah, Tuesday was like a long a day yeah, at so. work. So. Yeah, so we did that and then went to Chili's. Chili's? Mm-hmm. Chili's baby back ribs. Which I got an email from them today saying that they're changing their members thing. Where, uh-huh. like, okay, so they used to do rewards. Now you just join their thing and you get, like, rewarded. Mm-hmm. It's not based on points anymore. Huh. So, like, every single time you go, you'll have uh, free chips and salsa or uh, uh, a non-alcoholic beverage. Okay. But now I got an email saying that you have to go once every 60 days in order to keep that. What? Yeah. So I'm gonna That's have to, insane. I'm going to have to keep going once every 60 days. Boo. Yeah. Boo. So they'll so they'll drop all that you earned? No, they're not even they're not points anymore. It's just you get anyone who signs up gets the chips and salsa for free. Oh. All, all you have to do is like sign up for it and then at the end of the meal you you take it off. And what happens if you miss you go over 60 days? It starts over. Clock starts when you come back. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I had I had a thing also for a free appetizer. Mm-hmm. They have new onion petals on their menu, which is like uh-huh. you know like the blooming onion type of thing. Those will clog up your arteries, dude. They weren't. It wasn't like the blooming onion, but it was like in the form of it was fried food. That's what it okay. was. But I wasn't a fan of it. I wouldn't order again. I think it was the picture was misleading. Hmm. I, I don't think I don't think they looked how they looked in the picture, but they, they and they had no flavor. If I had a coupon for a free appetizer again, I would just rather get wings. Okay. Or something else. So what else did you do this week? That was it. I got my yeah. friend. I went golfing. Well, not golfing, but to the driving range, uh-huh. and. Uh, and he go. He's like, I don't know. He always tries to make me hit when I go. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm like, I put my hands on the the club, and I step yeah. up, step up to the plate, whatever. And he's like, you're doing it wrong. You always do it wrong. Reverse your hands. So I reverse my hands. I'm like, dude, just let me hit how I want to hit. No. Yeah. No. So instead of having my I guess I was in, like, lefty stance, but on a righty club. Okay. So I switched it to the normal stance, how everyone else in that position... Aren't you a lefty, gimmicks. though? Yeah, but I golf both ways, maybe? I've never tried to golf lefty. Okay. But I, I, I hit the ball, and it literally goes, like, two feet in front of me. He goes, go get that. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on to the driving range course. I get the ball back. And I'm like, that's because you don't let me hit how I want to hit. Who did you go with? Matt. Uh, Not to be confused with Zack Ryder. (laughs) 
Cousin I, Matt and, should be uh he's not, don't, it's not cousin Matt. He, and I he should, he should not yelling at you like so that. So I, I switched I switched my hands to how I had them and I hit it and it went past the fifty. I'm there like, you go. I'm like that's a bam roasted. There you go. Yeah. You know he's, what? He's telling he was talking to me about his girlfriend, whatever, and I'm like, How old is she? Is she our age? And he goes, No, she's she's a month younger. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, who says that? She's our age. Yeah. Interesting answer. But that's that's him for you. There you go. We did um, meet up at Chris's place, Chris and Rachel, and we did play uh, by, the games by again. We, by we, you don't mean we. No, Brandon uh, could not get a ride. No. So we watched All In, and we played uh, Cards Against Humanity and uh, another... Game called Secret Hitler. Game of Deception. So, talking about... yeah, It's so hard not to say loaded questions. (laughs) Why? Because, like, Chris always gets pissed. Like, loaded questions is a good game, right? You would agree with that? Yeah, we always have fun playing with it. It's a really good game. You know what else is really good? Yeah, I do. Try and have it in the morning. I... I don't. I was going to say all in. Yeah, no. Brendan's been, like, trying to figure this out. He can't figure out what this is. So I've been torturing him a little bit. What? Or have yeah, I but... known from the start and that's just a bam roasted to you? Uh, not really. But all, all right. in took place in Hoffman's Estates, Illinois. Really the first <laughs> event of its kind. Yeah, it is. For for an independent wrestling level, in amazing the, in the current years at least. I mean, truly an amazing feat. Eleven thousand two hundred and sixty three people went. Yeah, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes, they did it. Which apparently there were no comp tickets. Yeah, you gotta appreciate that. I mean, and, and you looked into the crowd, and it was just awesome. So the person, and, the person that he flew in, did he like? Like, that person did, in fact, buy a ticket then. I guess so. I guess they did buy a ticket. Yeah. Who? Uh, oh, I don't know. Massa? No. No, hell no. <laughs> uh, no. The, they remember Cody? Like, the guy couldn't get... He couldn't end up paying for his flight or whatever, so Cody flew him out. No, I don't remember. Yeah, Cody flew somebody out because, they, like, they bought a ticket just to support or whatever, or they were planning to go, uh-huh. and then for, for whatever reason, their budget didn't allow them to travel anymore. Mm-hmm. So Cody flew them out. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you had everybody appear. You had Pharaoh. You had Brandy. You had Which, by the way, Pharaoh, Pharaoh is a very well-behaved dog. Right? Yeah. Like, for the crowd, the crowd out there, he wasn't, like, nervous or anything. No. Yeah. Beautiful dog. I love I love his eyes, the blue. Did you say Papa Pump was there? No, Papa Buck. Oh, Papa Buck. Yeah, Dude, Papa every time Buck. when I'm browsing Twitter and a, a uh, an ad comes on for, I think it's T-Mobile. Uh-huh. The, like the owner or whatever, his Twitter account always pops up, and he always like I always think it's a young buck's father. That's funny. I can't think of the guy's name at this point, but 
I always I see know. it, and he looks like the Young Bucks father to me. Could be. I, I mean, it's definitely not. Yeah, probably not. But the pre-show started with SoCal Uncensored picking up the victory over the Briscoe Brothers. Started on WGN America. This was on television. So crazy to see. I mean, such a big deal. It wasn't WWE, wasn't Impact Wrestling, wasn't Ring of Honor. It was all in on TV. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Awesome ending to that match, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. The reversal of a, uh, basically a doomsday device into a uh, scoop power slam right off yeah. of Briscoe's shoulder. It, and it, it just worked so well, too. Yeah. Um, Next, and then after this... The next match on the the card was a 19-man over-budget battle royal, which was Mm -hmm. going to determine who will face Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, Do we discuss who was in it, at least? Um, I mean, there was a few people. There was only 19 people. Yeah, I mean, but you had everybody was a known person. You had Marco Stunt. You had Jordan Grace. Moose. Um. Chucky T, Trent, Rocky Romero, Cheeseburger, Hurricane, uh, Cole Cabana, Brian Tommy Cage, Dreamer. Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, mm-hmm. his son, Bully Ray, uh, Brian Cage. I said that. Punishment Martinez, oh. Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, did we leave anyone? Brandon Cutler. I think that's all yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Ended up coming down. To... It was, yeah. What, what what was his name under the mask? Chico. Chico, right? Uh, he ended up picking up. Well, first he hit Bully Ray with a super kick, and then he unmasked himself to reveal that he's Flip Gordon. And then Flip goes ahead, goes ahead, and eliminates Bully Ray to become the number one contender for the Ring of Honor Championship. That's huge. He goes from yeah. all out to all in, and he already had a new T-shirt with the all out, uh, all up being crossed out, and it being all in. Which I mean, it's it's cool that uh, Wrestle Pro is part of this history as well. Yeah, Wrestle Pro hot topic. Um, I, I really thought it was cool the amount of well, I mean, uh, Wrestle Pro and Hot Topic are a little different. Like Hot well, Topic was a sponsor. Pro Wrestling Tees was a sponsor. TGI Fridays, Cracker Barrel. Uh, Hot Topic was a sponsor too. No, Hot Topic was a sponsor. Yeah, I'm saying Wrestle Pro. Oh, oh, oh! Because of the match that Madison Rain and MJ. For some reason, I was thinking you were saying Pro Wrestling Tees and Hot Topic. No, I don't know why. But I was was going to go. I was actually going to go into the. Uh, <laughs> well, right, because, yeah, yeah. because through that match at WrestlePro, it was Madison Rain and MJF uh, versus Bernard the Business Bear and Flip Gordon. That through that they qualified by winning. So MJF was was all in. He was, and he was the opening match of the actual uh, pay per view. Matt Cross picked up the victory though over MJF. Good opener, solid. Yeah. Next it's, up, you had Christopher like, Daniels. This match, uh-huh. like, it's crazy that, like, how... Like, I feel like if this was a WWE card, this match would have been a little bit later. Which? The Daniels? Yeah. 
Yeah, Christopher Daniels and SCU pick up the victory over Stephen Amell with Josh Segarra. Which it's like it's amazing that like how how long has Stephen Amell really been training to be be a wrestler? Not that long. Yeah, no. He did, right, he, did a, he did a match in 2015, and it's not like he's been in the ring every day since then. Right. Like he had that um, he did had that little WWE stunt with Stardust. Yeah. Or not even Stardust. It was Neville. Yeah, Neville, but Stardust too. I mean, Stardust was. Mm, I don't think he did yeah. anything with Stardust. Yeah, he was in the match. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was in the match. He right, it was, Neville. yeah, Neville. Okay, yeah, my bad. <laughs> it yeah. was Neville and, and Amel versus Barrett and Stardust. Yeah, because kind of, Stardust is really what got Amel to jump the railing and initially get involved. Right, yeah, my, that was all my bad. And then, yeah. he, and then he had a stint in 2017 at Ring of Honor. Yeah, and that's where he initially... Match? Huh? What was it, one match? Yeah, but that's where he first got involved with Christopher Daniels. Joined the Bull Club. Yeah. And he got put through a table by Christopher Daniels, I believe. Uh, at that event. Oh, I was going to say not at this. This was No, no, Mel, at that event. Yeah, Mel wasn't, uh, wasn't really all that prepared looking forward in his match no because christopher daniels completely outsmarted him there and he moved moved away from the table amel smashing tables mm-hmm. amel put uh, himself to the table Steven good amel match though i mean it, it was amel. pretty much what you expected from someone who really is green honestly and... though it was it was i think it was much better than i could have expected yeah no it was, it was still solid Arrow. It was. I mean, it was still twelve minutes, no. and he still held his own. No, no, no laugh. <laughs> I said for somebody who's green, arrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. Up next, you had a four corner survival match. You had Tessa Blanchard, who uh, walked herself to the ring with. Uh, well, actually, met up with Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard on the way to the ring. Uh, she took on and defeated Chelsea Green, Madison Rain, and Britt Baker. Doctor Britt Baker. Awesome match. I love Britt Baker's gear with the uh, the medical the lab coat. Yeah, I, the white coat attire I thought was awesome. And then Chelsea Green's attire being two faced, having half Chelsea Green and half uh, Laurel Van Ness. Yeah. Um, she hit the very boot. She did. She woo-woo-wooed. The crowd did, too. And she rocked the broski boot. Um, and Excalibur. Like, everyone's like, oh, it looks familiar. It looks familiar. And Excalibur's like, yeah, it's such and such move. Like, completely, like... Taken. Yeah, the face wash. Yeah. Um, and then you also had, uh, talking about the broski boot, you had um, Dashwood. Yeah. On commentary. With as, Mandy. As well as Mandy Lee. Yeah. So it was kind of awkward, I mean, for those watching, not really awkward, it was kind of funny that you have Zack Ryder's current girlfriend wrestling with Zack Ryder's ex-girlfriend doing commentary, but I guess that's really what happens in the world of professional wrestling. Everybody's just, you're bound to cross paths. Yeah. But, but yeah, this was a was, really good match. 
No, when I, I I thought Madison Rain actually did a good job. I was impressed. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like every so. time I see Madison Rain, I'm just like completely unimpressed. I don't know. I thought she did. I thought she held her own. Um, but she's one of the rare people that worked uh, WWE and All In. No, what did you think year? about the false fit, false finish, false finishes? Uh, I don't know about the false finishes, but that ending was super awkward. I agree with the awkward ending. And then there's the false finishes I love, but I feel like every single match had like five false finishes. And as much fun as the false finishes. But I don't think it like took away from anything. No, I don't think it took away from anything, but sometimes it can be overdone. And I'm on the borderline of saying that there was maybe too many false finishes. Because, like, really every match had a few false finishes in it. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you kind of... Like, but, like, this was, like, a, a super... Like, even, um, I think it was Janela's match. Yeah. Um, I think there was one match where they hit... They had the finish, and I was just like, this is the perfect ending. And then it didn't end that way. I think it was, I think it was Janela's match. Where he got hit in the head with the, what was it? Oh, the, the, the telephone. telephone. Or there was the the boot was involved. Oh, the boot super kick. Where he um, hangman. Uh, we'll get up to it. <laughs> but next up, you had Cody alongside with Brandy Diamond, Dallas Page, Glacier, and Tommy Dreamer. There were also. Brandy's father was there, and there was somebody else there too. I don't remember who it was though. Yeah, I'm not too sure. They picked up. He picked up the victory over Nick Aldas. Uh, Aldis. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna pronounce Nick that Aldash. as. Diamond Dash. Yeah, which yeah. Aldis came out with Jeff Jarrett, Sam Shaw for whatever reason. I have no idea. Davari. I don't understand why. For whatever reason. And Tim Storm. Tim Storm at least kind of makes sense. But yeah, but why? I, I don't. Yeah, I get it. I don't get Devari and Sam Shaw. And why Glacier and well, Dreamer? Well, Glacier, well, Dreamer's connection to to American Dream, to, to Dusty Rhodes. Glacier has a connection to, to Dream, as is DDP. What's the connections? Glacier opened a, a company with, a wrestling company with with uh, Dusty Rhodes. Really? Yeah. They, they founded Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling in 2000. Huh, I was unaware of that. Yeah, and, it and I guess Tommy Dreamer would just like, um, well, his name I believe is because of Dusty Rhodes and Page. Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Uh, tons of stuff, dude. They like, they were as close as can be. Don't you remember the whole thing where I'm pretty sure like they had the matching? Isn't that him and Dusty had the matching fur coats? I don't remember. And, I don't remember. And, and then DDP gave it to Cody. I don't know. Or it was like, let me see, DDP. Dusty. Do you think that it was weird that Samuel Shaw had his like yeah his gloves on? Gimmick? Had what? His murder gimmick. His sociopath gimmick. Yeah. He had his gloves on from them. Yeah, okay. So Dusty Rhodes had a fur fur coat and then gave it to gave it to 
DDP. Interesting. And then DDP ended up giving it to Cody. I think to just use or something. Okay. So there's the picture of Cody and DDP. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So All right. I'm sure like I'm sure they were like the best of friends. Yeah. They were like Troy and Abbott in the morning. It's it's odd. Uh, yeah. So you have Hangman Page pick up the victory Whoa. over Joey. I'm not going to even speak about that match. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Cody picked up the victory. Which um, I, I think this is like, okay, so you have, okay, so first of all, I thought it was weird that Billy Corgan, like, wasn't on screen in this in this match at all. Well, I would have put Lagana in there, too. Well, why Lagana? Same thing with. Yeah, but Billy uh, Corgan owns the company. Doesn't Lagana have a say too? I don't think has he owns, ownership. I don't think he has ownership in NWA. I thought I thought they both did. Well, even still, if that's the case, then I think they both should have been shown in the crowd or something. Mm-hmm. But um, but so you had Tim Storm when everything happened with Billy Corgan, and it's like, who in the hell is this? Yeah, and then you have like uh, this like. Oh, I'm, I'll challenge anyone. I'll accept challenges from anybody. And then you have Aldis win the title, and it's like, eh, I still <laughs> don't really believe it. I don't believe this is the path to making this championship mean something. Yeah. Cody Rhodes makes this championship mean something. I agree with you. I they, think they that... Did, they did that the SummerSlam finish to the match. With, uh, was it Bretton Bulldog? I think so. With the roll-up? Yeah. I thought it was a really good match. I agree. I, I liked the finish. It was a simple roll-up. And it was good. Very good. Um, next up, oh, and Brandy. Oh, she looked gorgeous. In that outfit and everything. Absolutely gorgeous. Was she ever with WWE? Are you kidding me? She was, right? She was a ring announcer. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember the other day. I'm like, I know she was with WWE. Eden? I couldn't remember what she did or what her name was or anything. It was Eden Styles. Eden Styles. That's why right. she's allowed to use the last name Rhodes. Because her name in WWE wasn't Brandy Rhodes or Eden Rhodes. Gotcha. It was Eden Styles, And she was also, um, I think she, hmm. What? I, was she at the end of her WWE career training to wrestle there or no? I don't remember. I don't know if that was after or what, but. Um. But next up, you had Hangman Page pick up the victory over Joey Janela, who had Penelope Ford by his side in a Chicago street fight. Which reminds me, we should have mentioned the opening of the show, where, where Cody and the Young Bucks came out, and they were like basically like throwing everything out there, like, "Oh, should we have Pyro? Let's have Pyro." They're like, "Oh, this is the this is where it's on television. This is the greatest time. We should have like the." The, the celebrity cameo thing or like the wrestler cameo yeah. from the past and Animal right. came out in the, on on the motorcycle. motorcycle yeah I thought that was yeah, funny. That, I agree that was really funny and then they were throwing out t-shirts to everyone yeah. it was cool 
But yeah, this Chicago street fight between Joey Janela and Hangman Page was probably uh, one of my favorite matches. One of two of my favorite matches. I agree. This is probably my favorite match of the night. Um, it's, it's crazy. They, they, it's really crazy seeing Joey Janela in a position like this. I I love it, and yeah. I, I like the inclusion of the Cracker Barrel Barrel. Yeah. And this match is pretty much an entire story based off of the B Elite. The being um, the elite. Be, being the elite. I don't even watch the show, and I know it's called that. I know. I keep on messing it up. Although but... I, I, I'm thinking about purchasing that theme song off iTunes. <laughs> it's you so catchy. Definitely, you should definitely watch it because it is a good I mean, I show. used to watch here and there. That's how I knew to watch uh, Riverdale. Interesting. <laughs> I think it was Cody and Kenny that spoke about it. They did like yeah. that Q&A that one time. Yeah, it's actually a good show. Um and in this match, like, it based everything off of there where Paige murdered Joey Ryan and he got rid of his boots, all the evidence. And during the match, you had Penelope Ford bring out this plastic bag, a black plastic bag. Um, well, first of all, Hangman Page brought it out. Oh, Hangman Page brought it out. And then she brought out another one. Oh. I missed that part. Yeah, so the one that he thought he brought out, he dumped out, and it was the boots. Yeah, the boots that he tried to dispose of, that he... Uh, that Those boots pretty much take control of him, and he becomes really, like, schizophrenic, where he switches personalities, and it's really interesting. The match, it worked out. And then during the match, the telephone that he killed Joey Ryan with even came into play. Um, I, thought, and I thought, see, what I thought was that his bag was going to have thumbtacks in it and Joey's bag was going to have Legos in it. Ah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But storyline purposes, I guess, yours, the one that actually took place, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And that's why I thought that that false finish of where he took out the boots to reveal, like, it was those boots. And then he turned around and got kicked with this hit with the super kick by Janela and he went for the pin. I thought right there was the perfect time to end the match. But it continued. But, it went to the stage. They set up two tables and uh unfortunately only one of them Yeah, it was a little bit too far. Set up a little bit too far, but But it was a good spot. It was Hangman Page power bomb Janela off of it, off of the stage. And Penelope Ford did a great job in this match, too. Yeah. She she put she, him through a table as well. Yeah, and then she also had that, that cartwheel spot, the gymnastic spot, um, where she was doing a few backflips to avoid Hangman Page. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. Yeah, I've seen her I, do that before. Not, they weren't really, were they, they weren't backflips, though. They were like... Yeah, backflips. Were they? I don't know. Well, don't not know. like backflips. Back cartwheels. I don't know how to learn. Wasn't it like that Matrix stuff? Yeah, I mean, she went backwards. She went backwards. But I, I've seen her do that before, like earlier on in her career and stuff. And it never looked as great as it did on All In. She must have been really practicing that, uh, just that sequence. And it went off without a hitch. So I think everybody did a great job in this match. 
And then the, it ended with Paige picking up the victory, but it didn't yeah. end there. No, it did he not. He has risen. He has risen. Yeah, um, they had a, uh, I mean, I don't know if you call them druid penis <laughs> or what. But, yeah. Uh, the, a bunch of penis lined the stage. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and Joey, I mean, Joey Ryan made his way through them and, uh, did the did the flip gimmick? Yeah, and then the penis uh, carried Paige off. And I mean, Joe, did you see the backlash from Jim Cornette? No, I did not. Of course, there was backlash from. Um, pretty positive. Cornette did say something. Uh, that's a, oh wait, no, I'm thinking of. I think wait, of no. Dan Barry. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I think I'm mixing up the Dan Barry Jim Cornette stuff with this stuff. But I'm there sure there has to be some sort of backlash from Cornette oh, I, for that. I'm sure I hate Jim Cornette. I have no problem with him. Let him speak what he wants to say. Sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong. Most of the time he's wrong. With with Dan Barry, he's wrong. Dan, Barry, <laughs> Dan Barry's awesome. Exactly. But this was a great spot. The crowd loved it too. Yeah, uh, before this next match, they had a backstage segment where Jay Lethal was, uh, I don't know if he was being interviewed, but uh, somebody off camera handed him glasses. Macho Man glasses. Yeah. Uh, and then the match starts, and... Well, well, what you didn't, what you saw too was he got handed those glasses, and then he got smacked on the shoulder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see? So, mm-hmm. in... In the TV show, well, not the TV show, the YouTube series, he's been going back and forth, and when he gets hit at times really hard on the shoulder, he'll go into the black machismo gimmick. When you just said the TV series, etc., if uh, comedians in cars getting coffee can win Emmys and stuff back when it was just an internet show, then something like that could be considered a TV show. If it's long enough, I, I don't know what the, the rules are. Television, it's a scripted series or an unscripted series sometimes, too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, somebody gave him those glasses and slapped his shoulder, and you saw right there there was a change. And then you went to the ringside. Yeah, and it turns out the uh, black machismo. Jay Lethal made his way out with Leapin' Lanny Pofo, the genius, Randy yeah, Savage's so I guess, brother. I guess Lanny Pofo was the one that gave him the glasses and slapped him. Yeah, Jay Lethal coming out in Macho Man's debut WCW gear. I didn't know that, but I thought, like, I was just like, wow, that gear looks amazing. Yeah, and that was awesome. That and was then, really cool. And uh, Flip Gordon also made his way out to the ring, and uh, he goes, oh, wait one second. And then Brandy Rhodes came out with him. <laughs> yeah. You know, because they're best friends and everything, of course. Right, yeah. TV show. Um, yeah, they're best friends. Uh, and uh, and Carrie, an, awesome, an awesome match pursued with I was full of... Carrie was ringside as well. Yeah, uh, he was. And it was just a gimmick-filled match. But it was fun. I, I enjoyed and the good. fact. I in fact, I, I mean, I in fact enjoyed <laughs> that Jay Lethal was able to switch from uh, Jay Lethal to Black Machismo back and forth a few yeah. times. Yeah, and I liked the inclusion of Brandy Rhodes 
I like, and, yeah, but, I, like, I mean, Jay Lethal also, like, thinking she was Elizabeth. Yeah. Where, the spot where he lifted her up and put mm-hmm. her on his shoulder. Yeah. And then you had the other spot where he just went over to Flip Gordon's side and took Brandy and brought him, brought her over to his side. Yeah. I but mean, it's, it's just, it's so crazy that, like, Flip Gordon is seriously fantastic. I told you. I told you. It's like we. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we told him that too, right? Well, I I did. I don't I'm know if you sure, ever met I'm him. Pretty, I'm pretty sure I was there. Where at Dynasty? No, I I met him at Dynasty. Dude, he was definitely at an NYWC show, wasn't he? I don't. I've never met him at NYWC. I've only percent has to be. I don't think so. I I my first time I saw him. And I spoke to him was at the Dynasty show maybe three years ago. And I, I spoke about him on the podcast saying, like, remember, I followed him. I was hoping for the follow back and he never followed back. Still hasn't. He will. He will. Yeah, dude, 100%. He was at he, – he did a thing and we, we met him at MYWC. Maybe I not. I don't think I don't so. Know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody yeah. else. I don't think so. I could so. swear it was – yeah, I don't think you've never met seen him in action before. Dude, I could swear I have. <laughs> but he's on, he's on their website. Yeah. In 2016, he's on their website. I don't know, bro. I'm going to say yes, 100%. I'm going to vote no. Because I didn't see... I don't think I saw an event in 2016. I was up at school. When was the Tony Nese match event? Event. I don't think he wrestled on that. I don't. I don't know if he did or not. But yeah. But regardless, that's one for wrestlingtees.com slash mark and out. Kenny Omega picked up the victory over. Well, did we say Jay Lethal retained? Jay Lethal retained over Flip Garden. Next up, you had Kenny Omega picking up the victory over Penta Sierra Miedo. Did I get I it? Just say Pentagon Junior at this point. Yeah, Pentagon Junior. Um. It was a solid match. I mean, I personally, I didn't pay too much attention because that's when we started playing the games. But it was a good match. You didn't pay attention during this? I was on and off. I I liked this match a lot as well. Yeah. So. Next up, you had Okada oh, pick up the victory. Like completely... Yeah, I told you. I didn't, I didn't really... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go into it. Dance over the fact that uh, the lights went out. And when the lights came back on, Penta was there. But not Penta because it was Chris Jericho. Yeah. And Jericho hit Kenny Omega with a uh, code code breaker. breaker. And then he hopped on an airplane and flew an hour and a half to Kansas City and performed in the face paint with Fozzie. He's awesome. Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a legend. I mean, it was funny because right away, I guess, Chris knew. Yeah. Well, Dude, me, we watched 11, it on 11, We went to. Oh, no, we watched it on Saturday. Wait, no, I watched it on Sunday. It happened on Saturday. But, yeah, do you hear me, though? Yeah, I do. We did see. That was the show, the Tony Nese show. Huh. It was draw the line. Rex Lawless defeated Travis Gordon. Oh yeah, I remember. 
That was a wrestling. good match. And we did. <laughs> we I, did tell him. We did tell him he was mad good. I'm bad. Just like we told uh, MJF. Yeah. And it's like what what I was going to say before when like you were like, I don't think that happened. Just like we told Kalisto. Well, yeah, 100% because Kalisto is awesome. But uh, <laughs> I mean, all of all three of them are. But they what I was going to say before was how young they were. Like how, how many years, how inexperienced of <laughs> amount of years they have on them. Yeah, it's amazing. Cause, it really is. Because he, he debuted in 2015. I think MJF might have been 2016. I don't remember. No, maybe 2015 as well. So. Nah. But so much talent. And this ending, it was funny because once it started, Chris was just like, who do you think it is? I'm like, it's Jericho. Like, there's nobody, like, possibly other than Jericho it could have been. Yeah, and like, I knew, were, like, flipping like, out. People were like, oh, my God, it's Neville. Oh, my God, CM Punk. And it's like, no. I mean, look no, at... No, there's a cruise from, ship. From, no. <laughs> <laughs> but from from his, like, mannerisms in the ring, from his, no, no, his but body... Even built, before, the, before the lights came on. Before the lights came, came on, I didn't think anything. You didn't think, oh, my God, CM Punk? No, I mean, I, I would... I didn't think anything. I, I just didn't know what was... I was just like, okay, who's going to happen? Who's going to be here? Not... This go it is this person. Also, I don't think we said cheeseburger and hurricane before. You said cheeseburger. Oh. I don't think hurricane. Yeah. But for the, um, for the battle royal. Yeah. But then with this, like I knew right away that it, once I saw the attack, like from the first hit you knew it was Jericho. Yeah. I well I mean if you as soon as the lights turned on and you looked at his arms, they they, they weren't pent his arms. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, once you saw the shoulders, the size of him, you knew that it was Jericho. But it was really well done. I like the fact that he was laying on the ground too, as if he just got pinned and then got up, as opposed to just lights turning on and he's standing. Yeah, it was well done. That it was, and I think and that was like probably top tier cameo that like would you would not have. I mean, he was he should have been expected, but wasn't didn't have to be expected. Is yeah, what I mean, like you're not going to get the rock at all in. I guess you could have predicted it with the Bucks of Jericho. Right. And, like, because the Bucks of Jericho and, like, just all of that stuff, you could have predicted it. But amazing surprise. And it was a lot of fun. Also, uh, next, <laughs> I was going to say also John Mayer. I saw him a lot on the screen during this match. <laughs> he was right up in front. Apparently he was at a uh, friend's bachelor party. Huh. Maybe. Interesting. And I saw, I think it was Paul Shear was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, Dave Arquette. Yeah, you should have seen. Which, did you, by the way, did you by any chance see the, the video, the tweet that David Arquette tweeted before? Uh, the gift? Uh, no, the one of him, it was like a Walmart or a Target. They're like, no. they're looking at wrestling figures, and it pans over, and it's just him standing there without a shirt on, like... <laughs> Yeah. Like looking like trying to be an action figure or whatever. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, the the next match, uh Okada picking up the victory over Marty Skrull. Uh good match. Uh, I really, really thought there match, was a yeah. moment I there was a moment I thought that Marty was gonna win. There really was right at the end. This was another false finish where I thought that it would have been perfect to end on, was where Okada went for the Rainmaker and Skrull 
whipped out the umbrella to stop the Rainmaker, and then he proceeded to hit his own Rainmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that would have been a perfect ending to this match. Like, right there, it didn't have to continue. I know Skrull would have picked up the victory, but I think that was that would have been perfect. Yeah, and then the uh, main event was a six-man tag team match. You had the Golden Elite, that's Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, and Kota Ibushi. Taking on and defeating Rey Mysterio, Rey Phoenix, and Bandito. Fun match. Bandito is fantastic. Not yeah. to take anything away from Phoenix. And also, Rey Mysterio, what year is he wrestling in? It's insane. I know. Wolverine. His, his gear was awesome, too, yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, this match, uh, unfortunately, fell short for me. And I, um, think, I think a lot of... I mean, apparently they, they ended the show with just three seconds to, to spare. Yeah, before the screen, before they got blacked out, they they cut commentary, mm. saying goodnight too. Mm. So, um, and I, I guess a lot of people blame Marty Skrull and Okada. Mm-hmm. But uh, Skrull did an interview, and he said, like they said he was before, in the shower. They well, they said that the he he had said that this pay per view was already going over. Like, it already yeah. went over, like, the time-wise. Mm-hmm. Which I can't figure out, like, where, in what match could it have gone over. I mean, you had the Chicago Street Fight going 20 minutes. Yeah. But I I don't know. It was like... I don't know if it was like... I don't know. I kind of feel like every... I think every single thing that happened on this event was necessary. And the one thing I would have liked more, obviously, was more of that main event. Because the, the ending felt very, very abrupt. Yeah, there there was only one match that was less than ten minutes. Yeah, everything else was over ten minutes. May, I, yeah, I don't like. Where do you cut time? Even I don't know. I mean, maybe the Stephen and Mel Daniels that went twelve minutes. I mean, outside maybe, of that, it maybe seemed like if it, maybe you take a little bit from Janela and Page, but I don't see how. Yeah, it was pre- pure storyline. I mean, but they were telling. Apparently, they told Skrull like. Look, we know we're over the time. Do not change a thing in your match. Even yeah. if it means we go off the air in the main event, don't change anything. That, so, but you know and, what? And apparently the main event was supposed to go 26 minutes as well or something like that. So, uh, Well, you know, they still, they did it. They ended it. I thought the ending was fine. It, uh, to me, if it uh, honestly, it, it did felt feel short because uh, i i didn't even know at that point that there was going to be like a blackout type of thing uh-huh i just i figured you're on the fight network or whatever you could go as long as you want yeah i didn't really think it think about that either because i thought like wwe network kind of a deal yeah if it goes over it goes over but yeah. you know what but they pulled and it also off. it could have been like a like oh we only paid for this amount of time sort of yeah like, for, from from chicago itself the city or whatever yeah but but they also they pulled it off. I mean, from production to the matches to everybody that yeah, was even, involved. Even like with this. the whole Starcast event that took place before it was yeah. seemed really fun. Yeah, they did so much and they had so much set up and I give so much I think everybody in the professional wrestling business has to respect what Cody and the Young Bucks put together. Yeah. They were doing even a ton of production. They were doing the production work. 
I mean, the Young Bucks were backstage. I, I forgot which one, but they were determining, they were doing the queuing of where the cameras should be for that Chris Jericho reveal. And they were telling when to cut cameras and all. That was every- Cody. Was it Cody? Yeah. Okay. Cody probably but, produced that full show. Minus you know, his match. It's very possible, but they all did an amazing job. So, yeah, so if right. there happens to be an all-in two, whether it's in Chicago, whether it's in New York, uh, somewhere else, it may um, have to be all in. Yeah, I, I would. I, I from the when they announced this, I was. If it was in New York, I would have went. So, I may I I could have. I would have a hundred percent if it was in like New York City or whatever. I would have went. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know where in New York City it would have been, but yeah, because of the size and everything that they had. Yeah, um, they could have like, I don't know. I mean, you'd probably have to pay for a full venue or whatnot, but mm-hmm. found something somewhere. But now we'll see. I mean, honestly, this is a big part, probably that led to Madison Square Garden and G One Supercard. So I'm pumped for that. Yeah, I'm very happy with everything that took place. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Uh, let's get into some outside the ring news. Talking about All In, unfortunately, Joey Mercury was arrested prior to All In. Yeah. He was said he to said, be a producer. Which sucks. And I yeah. guess police found him sleeping in his car and they approached him and asked for his information. And when they ran that, they found he had an outstanding warrant. In Orange County, Florida. Yeah. And then he got taken in. So. It's awful. He didn't get to appear. And also, somebody else who was arrested this week was just incredible for violating a restraining order. Uh, was he? After just being arrested last month for violating a, a protective order. Ah, uh, man. So. Hopefully. And his bond went up a lot. The bail was set a lot higher. I think it was like 50 grand as opposed to like 7,500. Uh, that stinks. Yeah. Well, uh, but moving on to some WWE outside the ring news, they announced the mixed match challenge. I was going to say it normal, but I know Chris is probably going to listen to this. I was, I was going to say that if you didn't say it that way, I was going to have to have you go back to redo that one. Yeah, so they have a season two coming out September 18th. Uh, they went ahead and announced every single team. Some I agree with, some I don't. But they're bringing back uh, Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. That was a fun team. Yeah, uh, they also got Bobby Lashley and Sasha Banks. Sucks for, for Sasha Banks. <laughs> they have Finn Balor and Bailey. Um, kind of mixing which, it up with uh, Finn and Sasha. Um, I saw last time yeah. he was with Sasha. When it should have, like, from the start, should have been Finn and Bailey. Yeah. Uh, 100%. You got, so. Yeah. Random pairing, Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? Watch, watch Jinder Mahal calm Alicia Fox with his meditation and everything. Oh, that, that's a thing. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could say the King and Queen of Canada. Yeah. Kevin Owens and Natalia teaming up. And, of course, you have the return of The Miz and Asuka, the champs. Yeah, the winners of the Mixed Match Challenge. (laughs) 
You also have returning uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi, as well as Rusev and Lana, as well as AJ, AJ Styles Stop. and Charlotte Flair. And thank goodness you also have the team of R-Truth and Carmella. Although I was so kind of hoping to see them like actually wrestle at Evolution. so I know, I know, but... Which, speaking of I Evolution, will totally take this. they announced another match for it, that being Lita versus Mickey James. Um, I wish, I, like, in a situation like this, I kind of wish that it's like, I want to see all new matches. Uh-huh. I don't want to see matches that already happened. I'm fine with, like, going in and seeing this, but I just wish it was, I know it was, like, rumored to be, like, Lita versus Asuka or something. Yeah. So... I would, I would, I just want like new matches. Like Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss is a perfect match. There's rumors, uh, not rumors. I think Naomi was asked who would she want to who she would want to face and I think she had said Molina. Uh-huh. I'd be fine with that. That'd be cool. I I, I miss yeah. I miss uh by the way going back to the mixed match challenge, Mandy Rose and Goldust. I don't know if Goldust is injured or whatnot. Yes, he's recovering from his injury. Uh, okay, that's what that's what I figured. Bilateral, he got bilateral knee surgery, I think. Yeah, that sucks. Why a while ago? Mm. Almost positive. Uh, and then the last bit of outside the ring news: we have new additions as of today to the WWE 2K19 roster. Uh, that being Lince Dorado, who sh- probably should have been in last year. You have Definitely. Man- you have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. You have Shelton Benjamin, who should have been downloadable content last year, but I guess he was—he arrived too late or whatever. Uh, someone who definitely should have been last year was Andrade Cien Almas. He's in this year. Uh, I assume uh, Zelina Vega is a non-playable character and just a manager, but she is in the entrance video I saw, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rest of these people should have been in last year as well, that being Arya Davari. Tony Nice, which is awesome. Drew Gulak, and Mustafa really happy Ali. about, really happy about uh, about Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. It's actually a market moment of the week for me. There you go. Yeah, spoilers. I'm like, I'm actually, I'm super pumped. Also, Gulak too. It's awesome. Yeah, I and think. then and then like with a guy like Mustafa Ali, it's just like, will they have his moves right? Because yeah. he has a lot of like unique moves. Uh, it's weird. Brian Kendrick wasn't announced. So yeah. he's on the 205 Live roster. I don't know. I, I hope he's back in. And he was in last year's game. Uh, what's the deal? And uh, I just got to have hope that Buddy Murphy is DLC or something. I could see him being there. I, I can't, but I still have hope. Mm-hmm. I still have hope. Uh, yeah. I guess next week we'll find out legends. Yeah. Well, another thing next week that we will find out are is going to be the results of CCW presenting Down with the Sickness taking place on Saturday in Voorhees, New Jersey. Ton of good matches taking place. Some of them being CCW Tag Champs, the Rep taking on Blackout. Yeah. Uh, you got a first round of the MJF opportunity uh, at an opportunity tournament. <laughs> you have Connor Claxton 
taking on Mance Warner, Ricky Shane Page. Uh, wait, what? Uh, two separate matches. Oh, so it's Connor Claxton versus Mance Warner, and then you have Ricky Shane Page versus Joe Gacy. Yeah, I could have recorded that a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also have a Chris Cash ladder match for a future shot at the CZW World Title. John Silver taking on Alex Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, um, so check that out if you're in the New Jersey area this weekend. Yeah, you'll also be seeing like the Shook Crew, Jordan Oliver, Massage Force, and a ton more. Taking place next weekend, the 14th of September, PWG BOLA. Night one, Globe Theater in Los Angeles, California. Uh, every match is going to be a first-round match, uh, unless we say it's not. <laughs> so you're going to have Adam Brooks versus Ray Horace. Flamita taking on Puma King. David Starr taking on Joey Janela. Bandito taking on T-Hawk. Uh, you have Sima taking on Jody Fleisch. Brody King taking on PCO. Uh, not part of the bowl of first round match. You have Kenny Dra- Dragunov, Dragunov, Dra- and Takagi. Yeah, taking on Timothy Thatcher and Walter. Yeah, so that, that's going to be an awesome day one. And then on night two, same place, same time, you're going to have first round matches. Chris Brooks taking on Trevor Lee. You got Robbie Eagles taking on DJ Z. DJ Z. Okay, relax. Darby Allen taking on Jeff Cobb. You got Dragunov taking on Takagi. Yeah, so they're taking up the day before and then taking on each other. You got Jonah Rock taking on Sammy Gravara. You got Timothy Thatcher taking on Walter. Yeah, it looks like a ton of uh, tag teams colliding. You got Shima, Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz taking on Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace. Yeah, so that's not a bowl of match. Uh, and then also on night three on the 16th, you have PWG's uh, World Tag Team titles on the line. The Rascals, that being Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz, the champions, taking on the Lucha Brothers, Penta and uh, Ray Phoenix. I think and obviously, gonna... obviously you'll have your second round matches and your, your finals yeah, and then you're bound. You're, I th- I'm pretty positive everybody in the tournament's going to be in action on night three, for the most part. I think that's the way that it works. Right. Um. I, I mean, I guess if the mo- most of the wrestlers from throughout the tournament are going to have matches on that night three, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So if you're um, in the, uh, well, you're probably not even going to be uh, in the Los Angeles area to get a ticket because it's probably already sold out. Yeah. But uh, right now, we're going to take a little break, and when we get back, we'll talk about sports entertainment, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is WWE superstar, the premier athlete, Tony Nese, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 396, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And now it's time for some sports entertainment. And speaking about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which opens up with New Shield. <laughs> Braun Strowman, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Braun is a heel, I guess, now, even though fans didn't seem to mind. I 
I don't think he's true. Yeah, I mean, heel. he was saying stuff that was that was heel. I mean, I think I think he's just looking yeah, out for himself. I'm pretty sure they're trying to get Roman Reigns to get cheered. Uh, I think it was probably. a little odd that he's all of a sudden a heel, but whatever. You got the especially in the the manner that it happened, where he was doing nothing wrong, and the Shield did the heel thing. Yeah, I agree. So the Shield came out, and uh, everybody brawled the locker room. Separated everybody here. Um, I I I don't believe stuff like this though, because Braun Strowman flipped a semi truck and he can't get through a few members of the Raw roster. I don't know. He's getting yeah. held back by a few guys. I don't get it. And the Shield got arrested. Uh, one of the charges was uh, inciting a riot. <laughs> which uh, I guess ultimately leads right into the next segment because uh, pretty much speaking of riots there Bell Twins making their raw return as a uh, in-ring return I should say took on and defeated the riot squad Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan yeah during the match uh, like, who wait, was it Bree? Before, wait before we even say that the shield got arrested for inciting a riot you have a a, a a group a stable on your roster named the riot squad that literally go around trashing the place they literally go around the backstage area rioting but the shield were arrested for rioting mm-hmm. it's true he's not he's not lying but yeah uh Bree had two really bad suicide dives here the first I thought was was worse than the second one, but I honestly ring rust or whatever, it'll happen. I liked I liked the double shoulder breaker that they hit before that to Sarah Logan. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, I just I I don't think the crowd popped as loud as WWE thought they would have. I agree. Uh, and we're definitely hearing some boos towards the Bellas here. Yeah, and then there was that one spot where I think it was Bree went was for both, the suicide dive. It was twice. It, both of them? Yeah, no, no. Bree hit two different suicide dives. The first one was worse, I think, than the second one. Yeah, there was one that the, just the looked, first one. It, it, the first dangerous. one was on uh, Sarah Logan, where she just like completely like didn't jump. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was on multiple people just dangerous I don't think it was dangerous well I mean dangerous for her yeah definitely but I, I mean dangerous stuff like for that her happened, so maybe not Very try that again dangerous. yeah maybe I like I like the the oh. arm drag thing that or the arm breaker that Nikki did the with the corner it was like a tilt a whirl type of tornado arm breaker or yeah that was cool uh, up next, though, we had a tag team match. Uh, really random pairing here of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable taking on the Ascension. It was like Chad Gable was trying to, it, like, I don't know what he was trying to do with Roode. It was like, a, like almost like fanboying over Bobby Roode, maybe? Yeah, he, he was trying to, like, it was definitely. Him, but... It was definitely, I mean, it was awesome. I thought, I thought it was fun. 
It's like could this could this segment have been the rise of the ascension? A hundred percent. Which would have then it could have led to a heel turn on Bobby Roode. But yeah, that, it just didn't happen. And instead, we're getting this odd pairing of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, um, which for me it makes Bobby Roode interesting for the time being. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Chad uh, Gable ended the match with that awesome uh, rolling, stalling German suplex with the bridge. Yeah, the and the Ascension still in limbo. Yeah, it sucks they lost, uh, but uh, at least Chad Gable's doing it. It's it, it also sucks because it's like they have like a promo, or whatever. He goes, "Oh, like tag team wrestling is what I know best." And it's like, but dude, you had such a good match with AJ Styles. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't know if he said that just to mock everything in his past, or I, I didn't get that. Where it was just like, tag team's what I do best. It's like, wait, well, why I is mean, he saying this? I, I don't know. I, like, I, I didn't get if that was sarcasm or if he... I didn't think it was. No? No. You know what's crazy, by the way? Huh. It, it, ten years ago, yesterday was when we went to that TNA show at Westbury, when Mick Foley made his TNA debut there. Mm-hmm. And then didn't officially make it until, like, they went live on TV, I think. Like, lot, like they're, they went live against Monday Night Raw and then ultimately failed, but... Yeah. What reminded me of that was the fact that Bobby Roode was in this match, and Bobby uh-huh. Roode wrestled as beer money there. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Up next, you had Elias out there performing, only to get cut off by Alexa Bliss, who was with uh, Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Alexa Bliss, hometown girl, getting cheered. Hometown woman, I should say. I, I love this segment. Yeah, and uh, she played right into the hometown, did the Ohio chant, and then... Turned Pulled out that them. carpet underneath them. Yeah, turned on them and sided with Elias. Yeah, and totally told them that they're all puppets. Then then she, she kind of flirted with him, too, and asked for a song. And when he went to go play it, Ronda Rousey came out. Yeah, thanks, Ronda. And then Elias came, I mean, and then uh, Natalia came out. But honestly, if I was going to follow Elias on tour, I would be so pissed if, like, if I went every single week and didn't get to hear him perform. I, yeah, I would have been highly disappointed. Like, if and I had I, tickets to that show during SummerSlam weekend. And I, I like the pairing of Alexa with Elias, too, but Alexa with Braun is better. Yeah. So we had a and, match, though. We had Alexa Bliss versus Natalia, which yeah. Alexa Bliss won with an arm bar, which I thought was very smart. Because... She's about to face somebody who's very skilled in submissions. Especially the armbar. Mm-hmm. So for her to go into a match with Natalia and win in that manner, I thought was good. It made her look good to be like, oh, maybe she can beat Ronda Rousey. And then after the match, that's Alicia Fox tried to attack Rousey or something and got flipped twice, maybe more. Yeah, it worked out. And I, what did you think about those flips? Uh, I mean, she looked like a rag doll. Good. Did you think it would look dangerous? No, I don't think so. I think it. I think it looked good. Did you uh-huh. think it looked dangerous? 
I go back and forth. Like, when I'm seeing her do it, I'm like, ugh. But... Like, it, it looks like Fox went numb. Limp, I should say, not numb. Y- yeah. To, to... It just... I, I it looks... It, I don't know, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked good, but I don't know if it looked dangerous. It, it brings me back to when she gets tossed into the barricade by Rousey. That's what yeah. it reminds me of. I think that looks good, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe Fox is just really good at selling. Perhaps. Up next, backstage, you have the Revival being interviewed, getting ready for their tag team championship match against the B-team, only to get blindsided and taken out by Dolph Ziggler and three McIntyre. Revival were so close. Because they wanted, they went into to Angle's office. I mean, uh, Corbin's office, I think, and uh, wanted a, a title match. And they were like, there's already a title match. And then they got inserted into the title picture. And Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated the B-team, which to me makes zero sense. I was very, con- I was surprised by this. I think B-team is so over that I think it's just, like it's too soon to take the titles off of them and and it's not even it's not that I don't want Ziggler and McIntyre to be champions Revival uh-huh. should have been next Revival was there like yeah this, it, I... this just came out of nowhere which makes which makes me think that it's just leading to eventually having the Shield take the titles I don't know what's going to happen with the IC title but yeah, it just didn't make sense to me that why they would pick up the victory. Yeah, but yeah. they did. I really yeah, I don't get it. Uh, after that, we had another tag team match. Super weird. Super weird. Because prior super, to the match, super, super weird. Prior to the match, before commercial break, you had Authors of Pain walking backstage with. Drake Maverick, the 205 Live general manager, dressed in uh, Authors of Pain gear. And uh, I guess now he's their manager? Yeah, he's uh, aligned himself with the Authors of Pain. Which is super weird. He's still the GM, which he addressed on 205 Live, like, briefly. I thought it should have been done at the start of the show, Uh maybe, or, like, done better but he's still like like I think Cedric came in and questioned it he goes it's none of your business what I do there what's your business is what I do here yeah um but yeah authors of pain defeated these two jobbers um Jimmy James and Keith Thompson one of them made their way onto 205 live this week which I thought was dumb because they just got decimated by authors of pain only to be like perfectly fine the next night to face somebody else are they too stiff in the ring? Or is it just me being... I don't know. Because, I mean... We, was, we know were... that they've injured people in the past. Bowen's being one of them. Yeah, there were some times in NXT when we would see them and I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. And then there's times where we see them on the main roster and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I like their... The way that they look, but 
the way that these moves were per- being performed, it was just like, like it looks like they didn't really protect the. They they remind me of Bully Ray, like outside of WWE, like actual Bully Ray. Like, cause there was stuff done on that all in card with him that was like, oh no, which we forgot yeah. to even mention. He, he ended up going through a table later. Yeah, on. yeah, that he did in, in a shield shield power bomb fashion. I don't know if you got that. No, I got I got that. I thought that was kind of funny with Cole Cabana and everything. Yeah, what match was that? That was that was the yeah. You were right. Thought... That was the end of the. Battle Royal. No, no, no. Oh, no, that was Black Machismo. Yeah, Lethal and, and Flip Gordon. Yeah, that was Black Oh, right, because he went after Flip. Yeah, it was Flip, Black Machismo, and Cole Cabana, right? Yeah. That put him through the table. So, yeah. that's, that's who he reminds me of. Or they remind me of, I should say. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, next up, you had, um, you had to sit through it. What do you mean? I, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> I mean, he came out, did his shameless plugs. Yeah. WWE Network, nine ninety nine, etc. Uh, and plugged Super Showdown. He's with Triple yeah. H, obviously. Totally put it over. Undertaker made a surprise appearance, and they spoke about HBK being retired and staying retired. Yeah, nobody expected it. Um, and now there are rumors of HBK coming out of retirement to face Undertaker at WrestleMania 35. Oh, great. Awesome. Yay. Like, if I was going to WrestleMania 35, I'd be all for it. But uh, that's not a match that should happen. If It's like it's like the evolution thing with Trish versus... Not Trish. Uh, Lita versus Mickie James. If Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement... Give us somebody new. Give us AJ Styles. Yeah. Anybody new. Yeah, just let let us have some sort of a dream match. Undertaker versus HPK isn't a dream match anymore. Well, I mean, neither is Triple H versus Undertaker, but that's happening. Honestly, yeah, dude, 100% perfect ending happened at, at WrestleMania 28 with the three of them. They could have definitely found some other match to put on with Taker and some other match with Triple H. Had to have. Yeah. But, uh, so, next week we have Mick Foley on Raw uh, talking about the Hell in a Cell 20th anniversary of it. I don't know if it'll tie into Super Showdown at all. Or uh, WrestleMania, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe uh, Cactus Jack versus Triple H at WrestleMania 35. Uh, I just hope it doesn't end up in a match. I mean, but but Triple H is also there next week for Super Showdown to, I guess, answer the Undertaker or whatever. <laughs> I, I just don't have an interest in it. I, I wasn't disinterested when this was taking place. It just shouldn't be taking place. I have no interest. No, 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 no. Yeah. But next up, you had Bailey and Sasha Banks pick up the victory over Dana Brooke and Ember Moon. Uh, we got some trouble. Ember Moon should have won the Money in the Bank. Yeah. And yeah, we have some trouble because uh, Titus Worldwide. 
dude. We're arguing ringside. Nice. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. You, okay. Dude. Ready? One. Guess, two. Okay. Three. So Dana Brooke World lost the wide. match. No, you don't. Don't even forget. I, it. I can't. No, count. I'm past it. No, because I was going into the sentence again to say what I was going to say, and then. And then say Titus Worldwide, but you blew it. Well, you so. didn't really. No, no I like, did. I actually did, oh. and you heard me speaking. Well, can we do it again? No, I'm over Why? it. Why? No, I'm over it. Okay, ready? I only do things Three, once. Two, one. So Dana Brooke was going. Titus. Unbelievable. <laughs> we, we can do it. No, There's we can't because you're not on the same page as me. There is still time. Titus. So, so Dana's. Oh, Come on now. We got this. Dana Work Brooke lost because Titus Worldwide. We're fighting on the outside. There we go. My night We're is We're arguing, set. which she said she's had enough of them. And I don't want them to split up. It works. It's a, it's a, a stable that works. It gives all three of them something. I don't understand it. The stable or them breaking up? Them breaking up. Yeah. But up next, Bobby Lashley was ordered by general manager Baron Corbin to meditate with Jinder Mahal. <laughs> so they're in the middle of doing that, and from behind attacks uh, comes comes Kevin Owens and attacks Bobby Lashley, which I don't quite understand why they would have him quit last week just to come back this week and do that. Yeah, it wasn't really like a huge... I mean, it was one week. Yeah. He did the apron powerbomb. He did the apron powerbomb. That's... uh, Like I said last week, something's going to happen with the Super Showdown. Now they don't have to worry. Now it makes sense as to why... (laughs) As to why Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens are facing. Now we just got to get the tie-in of Elias and John Cena. Yeah. Which John Cena, by the way, debuted his sixth move. Woof. Did you see it? No, I did not. It was, a, it was just a fist. It was just a random. Oh, no. I saw that. Wait, that was a, that, that was that was a joke. That That's his sixth move. Yeah, no, that was a joke. No, I don't know about that. That was a joke. I don't know. They were playing with the crowd. That's like. That's like. Yeah, that was a joke. I don't know, but up next we had Braun Strowman take on Finn Balor. Balor earlier in the night wanted to, uh, or yeah, wanted to have a match against Corbin, and Corbin goes, "No, you're you're booked against Braun Strowman." Yeah, and you had Ziggler McIntyre at ringside. Yeah, didn't help. Yeah. Um, um, after Braun- math wise, did you have match wise to talk about? No, I mean match wise, I'm always entertained by Braun versus Finn. They have that David versus Goliath. <laughs> Just give us, uh, give us demon versus beast. I I would love to see that, but I want to see that at a on a pay per view, not Raw. Oh, I don't. Brock Lesnar's not wrestling on Raw. Oh, you mean I thought you were talking about Braun Strowman? Sorry, Braun Strowman's a monster. Yeah, yeah. I would be good with Demon versus the Beast too. Yeah. But in due time. So, uh, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Strowman went to do the triple powerbomb spot to Balor. And then all of a sudden, whoo, 
Scott Steiner. If you hear me. Like, just once, I want to have that siren play. And it'd be Big Papa Pump in, in WWE. Yeah. It would be a huge pop. I don't know what, what it would do for a anything. Pump? But, uh, yeah, it was the Shield. Shield came yeah. out. Everybody brawled. Uh, a bunch of the heels were there. They attacked uh, Shield. For some yeah, reason, Drew, Drew Gulak was there. I don't. I don't. Think... I thought that was interesting too. That Gulak was there. Like we haven't seen like two hundred five live guys on Raw in some time. So. Yeah. But, but Seth Rollins ended up getting cut cut up pretty bad on that arm. He got tossed no, basically yeah. off the stage into the window of the emergency vehicle. I don't know if that was like supposed to happen where he went through the window. I didn't see the cut. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it seemed pretty bad. I don't know, aftermath-wise, how bad it was. People thought maybe Rollins might be missing some wrestling for a while, but who knows? Nothing's confirmed oh, out bro. there, so, yeah. Yeah, so. But, overall, it was exciting. I thought it was exciting at the end, where you had all the heels, and then you had Braun going over on the shield. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get what it's going to lead to. Well, I mean, you know what it's leading to. It's the only possible way to lead to their Australia match. Yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. This is again, this is just like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's well, where I you're, mean, where you're where you're building matches that don't make sense, and the the actual product hurts from it. I disagree opinion. with you. I, I think it I, makes I sense because you're setting up Braun versus Roman Reigns. But, but what I'm saying though, well, that's happening at Hell in a Cell. Exactly. But what I'm so, saying is that it kind of it's like the main product suffers, as in now we have to sit and listen to Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Triple H talk for however long. Now we have these well, random matches, this random feud. All of a sudden, Kevin Owens quits. Now he's back. The week okay, after. Okay, that I agree with you. But the Strowman Ziggler McIntyre, I'm fine with that because but I'm, I'm saying like all those heels. All of a sudden, the heels. What does that mean? Why are they there? Why is this happening? I don't know. Well, probably because Corbin sent them down realistically, because they were throw they were arrested and everything like that. So Corbin, I think, probably sent them out. They were but arrested Ziggler, and, and, and they got they got out already. Exactly, pro wrestling. But Ziggler and McIntyre, it makes sense that they put with Braun, because if you want to have Braun feud with Reigns, especially at Australia, if they were if they have the the Shield. You yeah, well, I mean Ziggler and Rollins, there. but then you have well, not even you have Ziggler McIntyre because unfortunately you're probably going to have Ambrose and Rollins defeat Ziggler McIntyre for the championships at some point. Well, that's what I soon. just said. Yeah, so to me that makes sense. To me that that entire and, just, only... and honestly, dude, with this Shield return right now, it seems kind of well with this events that just took place. Doesn't really do anything for the IC title, which they worked pretty hard to do. I I do agree with you on there that the IC title is nothing. Now it felt like it literally like it's gonna it's going to mean nothing if they don't do anything with it. Now yeah. they're, now their main focus now that they have a, t- a title on Raw is the Universal Championship. Yeah, and I I just feel like the Ziggler McIntyre with Strowman I like because I also didn't pre- I didn't see that pairing coming. But it does make sense to me. If you needed to have the Shield team up at Australia, who were you going to have in there? Well, I yeah, well, I already, we went through this already. Yeah. But next up, let's talk about some SmackDown. 
kicking yeah. off with uh, Miz. Miz and Maurice. Yeah, being interviewed by Renee Young, and they showed footage of them challenging Daniel Bryan, or not challenging, calling them out, calling out Daniel Bryan and, and Brie Bella in an empty arena way before anybody was there. Yeah, yeah they and get then, to the arena early. And then it led to Daniel Bryan and Miz uh, and basically call. did I say Miz? Yeah. Daniel Bryan and Brie, I meant. <laughs> hey. oh. Calling out Maurice and Miz. Which they went to dinner instead of uh, instead of Miz and Maurice. You had Almas and Vega come out, which led to Daniel Bryan defeating Andrade Cien Almas in another good match. Yeah, I would love to see what they can do on in a pay per view match. I think this could be a match one day for the WWE Championship. Will it? Probably not, but. I would definitely like for that to happen. Yeah, I agree. Up next, you had Becky and Charlotte do an interview on the screen where um, Becky just blew it out of the water. I, She's I, so much better on the microphone and in the ring than Flair. Yeah, she's miles like, above her. I like how... Flair said something about, like, oh, you had to attack me from behind, face me, like, face-to-face or whatever, and then a fan tweeted out a picture of Charlotte doing the exact same thing to Becky. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. Um, Just the entire, all of that. I don't understand the booking with Becky right now. Well, you know and what? Heel, heel Becky is good because it, it, it everyone's cheering her. Yeah, that's true. So it's a huge bam roast, and I'm finally getting everybody's booing Flair just like I had hoped. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, you had um, Naomi pick up the victory over Pitt and Royce. Fantastic promo beforehand by the Iconics. Fantastic wordplay, I should say, also. And a very quick match. Because they were saying, before the match, though, they were like, oh, I beat Naomi. No, I beat Naomi. And then they were like, who beat Naomi? And they were like, um, what were they saying? Mm. Oh, what were they saying? Oh, they were saying, no me. No me. No me. And it, like, formed into Naomi. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought that was really clever. And then uh, then Billy attacked Naomi after the match. And uh, Asuka made the save. Where has she been? I have no idea. But this is now a match at Super Showdown. Yeah. Maybe the Iconics will win. They're Australian. Hopefully. Up next, you had Samoa Joe come out and talk about AJ Styles. He didn't actually say whether or not he made it to the back-to-school family barbecue at AJ's house or not, but uh, AJ Styles ended up coming out, and they brawled. Missed opportunity right there. Uh, to mention about the, the barbecue? <laughs> or what? Yeah, <laughs> for him to show up at the barbecue. Yeah. Missed opportunity. I thought for sure we were going to have like a Pillman, Stone Cold kind of a deal. Where he could have easily shown up at that barbecue, or something could have been involved with their house, 
Yeah. And they didn't go that, especially if you're going to just end up doing a brawling promo, you could have easily substituted that with Joe being at AJ Styles' house. Exactly like he said that he was going to do. Yeah. Uh, but you had Paige calming down AJ Styles. Somehow, this isn't the match inside the Hell in a Cell. Mm-mm. Um, actually, I don't have it in my notes at all, but... Uh, Jeff Hardy cut a promo, and and Randy Orton also cut a promo. Uh, About the Hell in a Cell. And I guess Jeff Hardy must have requested this match, saying, like, this is the only match that he's never actually been in, that he wants to be in. Which is kind of wild when you think about it. Yeah. But it's like, storyline-wise, it just doesn't fit. It fits for she- for for Flair and and Becky. Mm-hmm. It fits for AJ and Joe. Yeah. I don't I don't no. see how they'll they'll make it fit more in the next week for me to actually say, oh wow, this match should be in in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, but it, it could be one of the best matches I've ever seen. I have no idea, but storyline purposes, it mm-hmm. just does it makes no sense. So nah. we'll see what Jeff Hardy can do inside the Hell in a Cell or outside the Hell in a Cell. Wink. Yeah. Next up, we got the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Title Number One Contendership on the line. Tournament first round. Uh, triple Threat Match: Aiden English and Rusev. Rusev Day picked up the victory over Sanity and the Usos. Uh, I was actually surprised that Sanity Dude, didn't pick up the victory because of the debut of I was, the Purge TV show. I was going to text you, like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was, it's I, not ECW I, on Sci-Fi Network. Mm-hmm. They, they, they would have been so dumb if, if Rusev Day lost. The only team that should have won that match won that match. Yeah, It'll I be guess. dumb to not have Rusev Day versus New Day at the pay-per-view. I just hope that Sanity doesn't get. They already stuck. did. They brought him up too early. It was dumb. They're dumb. <sighs> but, but by the way, speaking of New Day and uh, going back to WW2K19, they showed off uh, a bit of their entrance, and they have a brand new entrance. They they got the they they toss out the bootios into the crowd. Kofi's got pancakes. There you go. I'm looking forward to seeing that full entrance. That's I I was not expecting that at all. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, up next, though, Miz and Maurice called out Daniel Bryan uh, and Bree, even though they knew that they left after Bryan's match. Yeah, cowards. And then you had R Truth defeating the Miz. R Truth, though, was with Carmella. Yeah, this stemming from a backstage altercation between R-Truth looking for Carmella. Which was hilarious. And, he shows yeah, up, he's talking to Maurice, thinking she's Carmella. And Ty Dillinger's Miz, with him. He goes, this is, it's not, this is not Carmella, it's Maurice. And then Miz shows up and he's like, you're married to Carmella? <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, how dare you compare my wife to that Staten Island trash? And then... And then it just kept on stemming from there. Yeah, where truth, he, truth and found. He, he, refused, he refused to admit that it was, well, not admit, but he refused to see that Maurice was not Carmella. Yeah. And then when he finally ran into Carmella, he, with Ty Dillinger, he brought up about his altercation with Maurice and how, well, the other Carmella, and how he wanted her to 
come out to ringside with him. Yeah, and she got pissed off, and then Dillinger goes, what are you doing? And he goes, that's how you get booked in the main event. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was hilarious. And you know what? He was not lying. Yeah, so R-Truth, and R-Truth won. He defeated The Miz. Yeah. You had, I... you had Daniel Bryan and Bree show up. And they attacked Miz and Maurice, but Almas and, and Vega kind of made the save there. And this... I thought that this match was a lot of... This match was surprisingly really good. Yeah, because everybody it, sleeps on R-Truth. I thought that this match was really good. R-Truth gave it his all in this match, and it was perfect. And I thought that the ending was really well done, too, with Daniel Bryan uh, teasing The Miz to come down, R-Truth picking up the victory, and then after, where... You had Debray and Bree put um, Almas and Vega in the yes in locks. the yes lock stereo yes locks. Oh, it was which beautiful. by the way by the way earlier in the night when Bree came out, kind of kind of got booed again. Wasn't the same reaction that uh, Bella's should have had. I, I think they yeah. think because she's associated with Daniel Bryan, she'll get cheered. But I don't think the fans are thinking that. Maybe it's just the crowd. I don't know. Because the, the week before they were booed. So, which, by the way, also yeah. WWE grouped them in with Shawn Michaels, calling them, oh, we have two legendary returns tonight. The Bella Twins and HBK. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're a little bit off, my friend. Like, I don't think I would consider off. them legends at this point, but. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Alicia Fox, a, a veteran of WWE. Bella Twins, veterans of WWE. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say Alicia Fox is a, a legend. Oh, no. they, they put in 10 years, that makes them a legend? I don't think so. Because they have a, a TV show on E! That, that, that makes more people tune into wrestling that don't maybe like wrestling? I don't know if yeah. I could consider them legends over that. I, I do think that they are Hall of Famers. I'm not taking that away from them, but at this point, if they had to retire tomorrow, they're not Hall of Fame worthy yet, I don't think. What do you mean? Like, they're not going to be in, like, the next year class. No, you know you know my perspective on that. So you know that I would 100% disagree. I would 100% agree, agree with your <laughs> what you just said. I would disagree right. if they were inducted next year. Yeah. But... Yeah, so that was SmackDown. Next um, week's Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on Sunday. What? On Sunday? Yeah. Well, we next week as in, like, not not, not yeah, this next, next week Sunday, next but Sunday. next week. Yeah, but it's next week. It's the episode next week. Okay, okay. I was, so it's two Sundays. No. Well, yeah. Not this Sunday. It's, it's the following Sunday. Sunday so yeah. it's... It's not next Sunday. Yes, it is. This Sunday so is this Sunday. Next Sunday is so next Sunday. So we're doing predictions this week? No, the pay-per-view is not on Sunday. It's next Sunday. Exactly. Next week. No. Next week's episode. This is the go-home show. Yeah, next week's episode. Raw and SmackDown yeah, have their go-home shows to Hell in a Cell. Yeah, but Therefore, it's not next the pay-per-view week. is next, next week. Just because Sunday is Sunday, next it's a wrestling episode. week. No. 
next week's yeah, episode. Yeah, but it's still we next week. Production. Wrestle, it's a wrestling episode. week. It's a wrestling week. Hell in a Cell gets capped off, the caps off the wrestling week. In two weeks. Two Sundays, it does, it's Hell in a Cell. Sh- shameless plugs. No, not even shameless plugs time. May Young Classic. Yeah, Ridiculous. look at you, Mr. Speedy Gonzalez over here. Because you're arguing stupid stuff. Wow. First round of the May Young Classic took place last night. At Full Sail University, the first match of the evening. By the way, Renee Young was on commentary for Monday Night Raw, and I think she spoke way more during this than she does on Raw, so that needs to be rectified. Every time she's on Monday Night Raw, she needs to speak more, and I'm sure I... it's not her choice. Yeah. So. So, May Young Classic. We uh, had Tegan Knox pick up the victory over Z- Zatara. Yeah, last year, uh, famous or infamously, Tegan tore her was it acl i'm not too sure i don't right, remember right before the tournament and it had to be replaced so it i guess it was only fitting that she was the first round yeah first match i should say of the the first round so good to see her pick up that first victory of the tournament yeah but, uh, with that shining wizard yeah shining wizard next up you had Rhea ritley i love her look what did you just her, call her Rhea, Rhea. oh i thought you said like Rudy Ripley or whatever. I don't How know. How do you say her first name? Rhea, Rhea. Doesn't matter. I, I, I said Rhea. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, right? Rhea? Yeah, but I thought right, you said so something Ripley. else. <laughs> I, I love her, her look. The promos yeah, that she's changed, been doing changed really a good. lot since the last year. Yeah, she's just a total, like, dominator. I mean, I really like her appearance and her attitude. And she picked up the victory over MJ Jenkins who we're a fan of. She is a follower of the podcast. I, I know uh, Ripley didn't do the, uh, the Code of Honor gimmick. She didn't shake her hand. No, total heel. Total heel. But it was a good match. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Uh, next match was Lacey Lane, new newly signed to the Performance Center, defeated Vanessa Craven. Lacey Lane, another follower right there. Which it's yeah. it's crazy how, like... Like I don't know how tall Craven is, but I think she's six foot. She's over six foot. Yeah, Craven. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Vanessa's Craven's over six foot. Let's see, I forgot what they build her as, but yeah, she's over six foot. Uh, yeah, she is. Oh, she is six foot according to Wiki. Oh. But I feel like they build her. As over six foot in the match. And it's weird, like, like, will she not get signed? It would be weird if she didn't get signed. I mean, but that's I like think the same, that's a, like the same thing, though. Like, last year, like, um, not height-wise, but... Um, yeah, no, Alpha Female? No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to go to Piper. Piper. Oh, 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 okay. Like how she didn't really, she didn't get signed. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure it's only a matter of time till she does. And Craven, I I do hope that she does get signed. And Lacey Lane, uh, really good appearance by her too. I love this entire story that they put on with really a uh, a David vs Goliath. Uh, Michael Cole goes, I hate to say it, but it's really David vs Goliath here. Yeah, it it really was. Yeah, Vanessa Craven being the 
the larger than life figure and Lacey Lane. I don't agree. I don't agree with David versus Goliath. It's not like Rey Mysterio versus Big Show. Why not? The height difference wasn't that extreme. It was not that different. I thought. I thought it. I, it was I'm not sorry. that different. I disagree. It 100% I think that it was. was not that different. I think it was. Not one bit. Yeah, I say that that's the perfect story that they told, and they told it well. They're like the same size here. No, a hundred percent, dude. They're not. She's not even. She's up to her her nose. No, I thought it was fine. It was fine, Brandon. I'm not saying. It, I'm not saying it wasn't fine. I'm just. She's saying. five foot two, dude. She who is Lacey Lane? Then Craven's not six foot. Yeah, maybe it's a bad picture that you've seen. It was definitely a David versus Goliath aspect, and I loved this. I really did like it. But I, I totally, I fell in love with this main event. Uh, again, I'm not saying it was a bad match. No, of course I know, but Satamora taking on and defeating Killer Kelly in a killer match. I didn't expect. Uh... Satamora to to move on. I yeah, I was. Oh, surprised. you know what? Maybe uh, Lacey Lane is actually up to her shoulders here. Mm. What, what I, I didn't like, what I didn't like in this match, by the way, in uh, the last match was when uh, she botched the the lucha the move. The oh side, yeah, and commentary yeah. just like called her out on it. I I didn't like that either, but they kind of they didn't make. Uh, poke fun at it. They were like, "No, they're like, a oh, lot she of just pressure. got changed. Uh, it's like new to her, whatever, different process, etc." But like, Craven could have easily it. not been spoken about. Like they could have said, "Like, oh, she didn't get all of that Craven kind of like reverse it or whatever." But I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I know they didn't really have to mention it too much. I really like the way that like there was one that right after that Lane kicked Craven right in the face. And I thought overall it was a good match. I was actually surprised that Lane picked up the victory. Even though, like, yeah, she is newly signed to WWE, so you kind of expect the newly signed wrestlers to advance. Yeah. But I didn't think about that when the, during the match, so I was surprised by it. Also, but, during uh, Mako and Killer Kelly, before that, they showed uh, Funaki sitting ringside with Ty Dillinger. If that's not a tag team <laughs> you want to see, man... <laughs> Dude, I, I right. want I want to see Funaki wrestle again so bad. I don't know. You also had Alexa Bliss and Ember Moon in the crowd. Yeah, and Leo Rush was there as well. And yeah. Natalia was backstage interviewed. But yeah, yeah Mako but, and uh, Killer Kelly, fantastic match. This was incredible. I really liked this match. It was solid. It was like hard hitting, strong style. Um, and it was back and forth, which with I I can't even speak. It was back and forth. Which I really enjoyed. I liked how Killer Kelly got a ton of offense. What about that? Uh, the the single leg crab that Satomura did from the that was that was such a good transition there. And then not even not even stopping at the the single leg crab hooked it into a, an STF. Yeah, and it was so well done. And Killer Kelly's. Uh, what was it? Dragon Sleeper from the Turnbuckle? Uh-huh. That was awesome, that, too. That was really cool. And then Satomura, the cartwheel double knees. Yeah, to the back of her head. 
for I thought that the way, like, it looked perfect. Mm-hmm. Who, I know someone does that as a finisher. I, right? I don't know. I forgot who does it, if it's someone in Impact or a former Knockout. But they, seeing her do it, I was just like, wow. That's a professional right there. The way that she did it, and it looked like she had to cover a lot of dance uh, distance. And she just nailed it spot on. But yeah. I, I don't think that we could... There's nothing bad to take away. I thought that this was a great first episode for the Mae Young Classic. I just wish they were alive. I know. I wish they were alive. On the plus note, I don't know who advances at all. Yeah, I, don't, only... I mean, I know... I, I remember being spoiled of the who's facing who at the May... At, uh, evolution but i don't remember uh-huh. that. i don't remember it right now yeah i i have an idea of one person because i think i saw something out there but i'm in the dark with everything else um and then we know of an injury that takes place during this right at some point um but yeah i think that this is this is awesome and i'm happy that they are doing this and i'm looking forward to more yeah, um, and we'll definitely cover that more next week. But now it's time for some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It is time for shameless plugs. Yeah, so make sure you go check out Killer Kelly. Go give her a follow on Twitter at Kelly underscore WP. Um, you could also purchase some merch, killerkelly.bigcartel.com. Uh, and Booker, bookings, uh, bookingskellywrestling at gmail.com. And if you aren't booking her, go rewatch that match. Because that match from the May Young Classic is a great introduction to her. I'm surprised she, and, she's not signed. Yeah. I mean, she's on the UK tour. Or she was in that UK match. Oh, I think... Did I? Hmm. I think I tweeted out saying, "Can we get her on USA NXT instead of the UK?" Oh, I think that I might have said that. Yeah. Um. Next up, go check out up, up, down, down. Recently, Xavier Woods has had Allison K, uh, Sienna, on the uh, up, up, down, down gaming, and he also had. Ariel Monroe, which was pretty cool to hear. Uh, Ariel Monroe is um, in the Mayon Classic. She's also the wife of Cedric Alexander. And it was pretty funny. She, I guess growing up, she said that she wishes and pray. She used to wish and pray that she would marry uh, The Rock. And she was just like, I wish I could marry. Uh, uh, and be Mrs. Johnson. Well, apparently she is Mrs. Johnson now because that's Cedric Alexander's name. That's funny. So she's she. They were joking, saying that she should have been a little bit more specific, but, but she's very happy with uh, with Cedric. Um, and apparently she was in the Navy. Uh, no, the Air Force. Sorry, she was in the Air Force. So hmm. I thought it was a, yeah. I thought it was a very cool episode, especially with the two of them. I mean, it looks like they're going to be having on um, Mia Yim and Madison Rain in the future. 
on the future episodes. Do you remember uh, Consequences Creed was at uh, that TNA show? A little bit. A little bit. I think he... I don't know if he wrestled Super Eric. Maybe. I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, Next up, I'm going to give a shout-out. Shout-out. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, oh, oh. Territory. Gimmick. Gimmick. Um, yeah, so that song, Rockabye. by Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yo, hold on. Let's, let's go back. <laughs> one, oh, one, two, uh, three, three songs ago on my iTunes was was that really? Uh huh. I listened to that song so many times on my playlist. It is so good. Brandon actually sent me that song like on Twitter. No, on Facebook. Sorry, from, from YouTube. a long time. Ago. Yeah, on YouTube. A long was, time ago, I downloaded that song uh, before I, it was popular. December thirty first, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, you sent it a lot, like be well before it was like popular, well known. I don't know if it was well. I mean, I downloaded it then at least. No, on it iTunes. wasn't popular at all. No, but I I'm had... saying on iTunes, I purchased it on December thirty first, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, what made you do that? What made what made me buy it? Yeah, like where did you hear I... it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but like you knew right away that that's the kind of music I would be into, and I love it. It's it's so good and it's so catchy. So, but everybody should go check that out. Well, you didn't expect me to do do that. No, especially since I had like that song. I just like listened to it literally. Yeah, three, to... three songs ago. Before we were recording, it was three songs before that. Yeah, it's an awesome song. Uh, go check out the chat real quick. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So, Brandon, you got any, got any shout-outs? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Make me famous. What a roller coaster of shout-outs and anti-shout-outs and then shout-outs, etc., etc., over the past few weeks with WW Shop. Uh, what they do now? It's going to be a shout-out, actually. Wow. Um, wow. I still, I hate that. I mean, I like the custom website and everything. It sucks that they don't go up to 5X, mm-hmm. uh, especially because they don't have an Evolution event tee um, on WW Shop mm-hmm. in my size or at all. I don't know. But uh, it's getting a shout-out because they finally have an Undertaker shirt that I would wear in my size, and they have a Shawn Michaels t-shirt that I would wear. And they also uh, added NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4 plaques with the ring mat there. Which I hope none of them sell. And I get to buy some on sale. Because right be now, cool. Kyrie Sane's is $69.99. I don't know why hers is more. The other ones are $64.99. I don't know why the War Raiders have their own. It's weird. Nah. I guess maybe because they were the big debut, but... We saw them on NXT television prior to that, right? Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. No? Before we, before what? Before TakeOver Brooklyn. I thought we did, but maybe not. Maybe that was their big debut. No. Yeah, I think that was their debut. They've wow. just been doing uh, house shows before that. 
Okay. Uh, up next, though, is an anti-shout-out going to people who ignore you on eBay. I, I think it's pretty simple to get back to somebody uh, if they're making an offer or sending you an email. And if you don't respond, I think it's just rude and unprofessional. So, I don't use eBay. I typically don't either, but uh, they announced the second Red Ranger is going to be at Comic Con this year. So now I gotta get uh, gotta get that pop signed. Interesting. Yeah, he was the the they they and they they make the the movie pop one from him too. All I know it's like, is it's like that how could I how could I have the blue, the black, the green, and the red, and then they're like, oh, by the way, the red range is going to be there. The, the other one, how do I not get it signed by him? And then I, Al porn star. Be there. Mm, uh, uh, no, I'm going to say no. All right, I'm going to definitely say no. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, well, you're excited for that. I'm excited for David Tennant. But are you going to meet him? From afar. Right. From so, afar. So, no. And I'm going to take you a may, selfie. No, you may not even see him. Also, you're not allowed to take pictures down there. What fun, do you mean? Fun fact. Yeah, they, they have signs hung up everywhere. If he's going to be where I think he's going to be, they have signs hung up everywhere that you're not allowed to have your cameras out and everything is the dumbest thing. Well, I'm just going to piss myself But on. you could... No, people still sneak photos and stuff. But, like, you're most likely... If he's somebody as big as... as people make him out to be then you may not even see him at all what do you mean like he, could, like he could be curtained off oh yeah no he's he's i expect that his line's gonna be pretty big yeah i mean he's also he, not only is he the doctor but he was all he's also associated with the harry potter series right yeah so i can see that yeah that's where mike knows him from and he doesn't have a. He doesn't have a Funko Pop there, and I think he's in something else that he like could have had a pop from, but didn't. Maybe. Uh huh. I'm not sure. But uh, my last shout out goes to Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet because his tweet about Chris Jericho at All In, I thought was hilarious. It was the picture right after Jericho unmasked, and it said something like the feeling when you remember the feeling when Coco's about to forget you which is a reference to the movie Coco, the Disney Pixar film. Why he forgets I it someone? Was hilarious. No, the the grandmother is named Coco. Oh. And the whole thing with like Dia de la Muerta is like you're supposed to remember the dead. Mhm. And um Coco was I, I guess she had like Alzheimer's or whatever, so she was like slowly forgetting people. I thought Coco was a little kid. No, that's Miguel. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So now it's time for our... Our... Moment of the Week! That is right, our Mark Out Moment of the Week... Uh, I already said one of mine earlier, Tony Nese being in uh, WW2K19. It's awesome because um, he's someone that we saw a lot on the independent scene, live. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, for me, there were so many... 
I marked out for so much during All In, from the Jericho part to even the boot uh, coming into play with the Joey Ryan Hangman Page match to Joey Ryan's, I'm um, sorry, uh, Joey Janela to Joey Ryan's return. I think mine is just ultimately with Jay Lethal wearing yeah, Macho that Man's en- gear. That entire Jay Lethal I, I marked out for flips reveal. Um, yeah, right before that happened, I was like, is that uh, is that mask guy still in this match? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know who that was. Yeah. Is he like, um, is he, is that guy like a luchador? Yeah, it's actually Rocky Romero, I think, under the mask. Like yeah. in, yeah, I think it's actually Rocky Romero. But for All In, it was um, Flip. Uh, do you have another mark out moment of the week? I feel like it did. I mean, I marked out totally hard for that May Young Classic, especially that main event. I I really did. I marked out a lot during um, what did I mark out for. Oh, during SmackDown, with everything with our truth, I I really did. I marked out for all the backstage I, segments. I thought he was going to challenge her to a match. I did too. I really did too. But I would still love to see that. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't either. But I did mark out for all the interaction with Carmella and with the main event. I, yeah. So what about um, you? So Zack Ryder posted a picture of Commissioner HBK uh, as a figure, like a Mattel version of it, and I popped because uh, that that figure was one of my favorite ones as a kid. It was like a Series 8 uh-huh. Jack-specific bone-crunching. Him and Shane were the only two that weren't bone-crunching. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, Mike actually broke mine by mistake. He tried Did to he buy you a new he one? He tried to bend him. No. It, I was still able to like put it back together, but it was still never the exact same. Do you think that it's time that he uh, buys <laughs> he you a new one? Me. Well, here's the deal. Can't even buy that Commissioner HBK figure. Because it's a freaking builder figure. You got to buy the whole set to get the damn figure. I guess Mike's gonna have to uh, go buy on eBay. The whole set. No, yeah. I don't, don't want a loose figure though. I want one in a box. I want a Commissioner Michaels in the box, and they don't have that for me. That's messed up. Maybe I guess they didn't figure people would buy a Commish HBK. <laughs> I did laugh at Matt's tweet about Lillian Garcia's uh, autograph, the 8x10 that he has, because <laughs> I, I think funny. we all have that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess do you, ha- you have it because of him, and I have it because of you. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, do you have it because of him, or no? No, no, no. I, I have it because of me. No, but I mean, like, like, who was the first person to find that out? I found out for myself. I used to go on... Uh, I think Yahoo or uh, I forgot what I used to go on. Maybe WrestleZone or someone had a link about like who has free who has autographs, and they had Lillian Garcia's AOL address saying like she sends, uh, she takes requests. I wonder why. I actually still have the email printed out too with it. Damn. I yeah, didn't say I didn't save emails back then. I, I wish I had that email still. Oh really? Yeah, I sent her an email. 
with all the information and she sent back the eight by ten. Yeah, I definitely I have the eight by ten because of you. Like you were the reason Right, I like right, you I told, you told about us that. about it, yeah. Nah, I wonder I, my very first like p- saved piece of mail is from two thousand four. Two thousand four. So it's like around that time, but one of my earliest ones is from uh actually from Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Whether or not it was actually him, I have no idea. What do you mean? What was this? Uh, an email that I got. Oh, oh, oh. From Warrior. Gotcha. And also, I, I have one here I see from Hillbilly Jim. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. He goes, That's actually cool. Brandon, brother, thanks for sending the great photos and drawings. It's great to see that. It's great to see that stuff keep it coming. Hope to That's see really you soon cool. on the tour, Hillbilly Jim. Did Did you keep it coming? No, I guess Dude. not. Wow, wow! Look at that, Hillbilly Jim. Pretty much said, "Hey, will you be my pen pal?" And you're like, "No, it was drawings, though." Yeah, my pen drawing pal. And you're like, "Nah, I'll forget you real quick. Watch." Warriors, I see, is kind of like a brush off, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're reading it back, you're like, huh? Well, I guess it's true what they were saying. Well, I like I emailed him telling him this was in 2004. Uh, I was probably I was <laughs> 14 at the time, I think, maybe 15. I don't know. Uh, but I was telling him that like I it was such a pleasure to meet him at the event that I met him at. And then I wanted to send drawings, the cartoons, whatever, that I had. Uh-huh. And I did, I'm pretty sure I sent him in the email. But his response was, Brandon, hello, my pleasure to meet you. Would be happy to look at your artwork, send it to this address. And then sent me like a physical address. Uh-huh. But I've never sent it to the address. Why not, dude? Why, why am I gonna have to pay to send an, a message to Ultimate Warrior when I'm like it's digital art? It's not like meant to be printed out. Well, what happens if he wanted to print it out and if he wanted to send you a an autographed photo thanking you? Yeah, or a letter being like, "Wow, this is the best thing that anybody's ever sent me." I have a uh, personal. I think this is about to be a birthday message. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's funny. WWE, they used to make phone calls, and, and they used to send, like, personal messages from people to uh-huh. get you hyped up for the pay-per-view. So I have one from Hulk Hogan. It's not, like, too branded or anything. They were, like, generic ones. I, I don't know why it's saved. I thought it was funny. But I remember they used to have, like, phone calls, too, where it'd be like, hey, this is The Rock calling, you stupid jabroni. Better tune into the pay-per-view. Even though The Rock might have not been one of the ones that they actually did. Yeah. But Yeah. Huh. I wonder if I have any other wrestlers. I'm sure I, I would you probably have not. Two. No, I don't think so. I don't no. I don't think, yeah. No, I don't even I, yeah, that's it. Well, I think that's enough going through the emails for now. And it is time to bid you all a farewell. And it's time to put an end to marking out episode 396. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it very, very much. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Purchase a t-shirt. Uh, 
ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Purchase the t-shirt there as well. You listen to all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also go check out Cooking with Brandon on Cooking with uh, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Send us an email, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at DaveDurieF underscore MO, at ChrisWeendog, and like us on Facebook at doesn't matter. Just find us on Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. And... We wish you the that a joke? Best of luck in your future endeavor. Have a